Have you ever wanted to listen to two random dudes on the internet talk about their views? Well, I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. And this is the Two Dudes with a View podcast. Everyone, welcome back to episode twelve and a half. Again, it's the the Thursday ones are a half. We'll we'll work that out at some point. Twelve and a half, episode twelve and a half of the Two Dudes in the View podcast. As always, my name is Matt. I am joined by I I've run out of names to call you, Bill. But I'm joined by Bill, the the old man that drinks beer. I guess I'll just call him that. There's there's Buffalo Bill. You can just call me Budweiser Bill. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Budweiser Bill. Anywho, hope everyone's having a great week so far. Uh, when you hear this, it'll be at, at the earliest be Thursday. So hope you know one uh, realistically two days to get through because it'll come out Thursday morning. But you got you're almost there at the end of the week. Long weekend too. Everyone's got Monday off unless you're a loser and have to work, um, which I apologize for. And I get the weekend off, so just call off. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Ninety percent of people do anyway, so just call off. You'll be good. It's a national recovery day. Yeah, because everyone's pretty much celebrating on Monday or on Sunday. So, yeah, it's, re- it's recovery day. Um, anywho, we got to start with the classics at this point. Um, somehow over the past fourteen episodes now, right? Fourteen, yeah, fourteen now, fifteen episodes. Uh. It somehow made its way into everyone, and I I still to this day don't know how, but we got to talk about the weather, and quite frankly, I'm not happy, but I'm not disappointed. Um, it hasn't rained since Monday, which is That's great, but it's been a little chillier than normal, and by chillier, I'm saying we, we were in like the, the, the mid to high 80s, even low 90s, um, even the end of last week into the weekend. And then obviously we had that severe thunderstorm, not severe, but we dropped a lot of rain over the weekend. And then uh, now it's been like high 70s, like 78, 79, which honestly is my favorite temperature. I love it. Um, that and a little bit of breeze. Oh, you can't go wrong. It's perfect. You you don't sweat. You don't freeze. You're, it's like the beautiful temperature. Um, so it's been like that. But the only reason I hate it is it's, it's dropped my pool temperature below 80. And just kind of, it was like bath water. Now it's like just water. <laughs> I guess that's a, I guess that's a bad thing in a way. But I mean, I can't complain too much. It's still like seventy nine degrees. So, anywho, how's the weather for you, Bill? It's probably pretty much the same to that. Yeah, relatively. There, there was like, it got to the point there for a while that it felt like all I was saying when we did these was it's raining or it's going to rain tomorrow or it's raining now or. Well, we were, Whatever. we were a month off, so usually it's, you know, what is it? April showers bring May flowers. We were May showers bring June flowers. That's what it was for us for the longest time. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But all in all, I mean, look, I hate when it's hotter than hell. Um, and I don't really like when it's super cold. They both have their, their 
positives, I guess, but it has been a little bit chillier than it should be. But at the same time, we went from winter to summer. Because all of spring, it rained every day. Yeah. Now, like, what was it, two days or three days ago, I'm sitting at work, and I knew it was going to rain. They were calling for thunderstorms. So I don't trust the forecast. I look at the radar. And the radar showed the storm. So I'd hit play on my phone and let the radar, till the storm got over the dot, and then I would hit pause and see what time it was to kind of judge when it was wouldn't be there. Uh, and it rained three times in six hours. And each time it rained, it rained like a prick. Then it stopped, and the sun came out, and it got hot and humid. And it was like it progressively got worse, and I was over that. That's but... the one thing I hate is I don't mind the rain. It's when it gets humid, hot, and muggy after. That's the worst part right there. Yeah, so, but, you know, I'll, I'll take that over snow any day. I see. I'd rather, again, it's, we're going to go back to this conversation. I can take... I can only take so many clothes off. I can put unlimited on. So I, I would rather have the snow when it's cold than hot, humid, and muggy when I can't get, you know, fully. I can't get out of my skin, essentially. Uh, see, just... the reason I don't mind snow, or the reason I don't mind rain as much as I hate snow, is because snow requires you to go remove it. Rain just goes away. Well, I mean, that's accurate. Unless it rains so much that it floods, and then what do you do? Well, they say that every one inch of rain is one foot of snow. So imagine the rainstorms you get in, in a day, Listen, you know, like the two inches of rain. Listen, That'd be like two foot of snow. I live in upstate New York where we can get two feet of snow overnight. Um, so, I mean, I'm used to it at this point. It, it, it's all right. Um. That's, you spend your entire life just, listen, in upstate New York, you have two options, okay? Well, really three. It's either removing snow, trying not to get soaking wet because it's raining, or getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. Those are the only three options. Those are the three seasons in New York, right? From realistically December, but now it's kind of more January to middle of March, uh, beginning of April, it's just you're removing snow. And then from that time to essentially the end of June, it's downpouring. And then from June to September, you're getting eaten alive by mosquitoes and horse flies because those are just amazing. And then from September to November, it's just raining again, and then it just starts all back over. That's, that's the three seasons in New York. See, not here. We have hot and cold. Yeah, we it's, um, we don't even judge hot and cold. We just are the mosquitoes out. Is it raining? Is it snowing? Those are the three like describers at this point. Yeah, which, which arguably could be worse. It could be tornado season or hurricane season or earthquake season. But I'll take what we have. You know. Well, right now I'm technically in our tornado season. Well. If I see a house flying by, I'll make sure to tell Dorothy. Yeah, I'm not in Kansas no more. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's enough of the weather today. People are probably sick of it already. Um, well, I'll say this. I'm, I'm going to continue to say this at the beginning of our Thursday episodes. These are completely unscripted. 
you know, normally we go into an episode and we have some bullet points on some topics that we're going to talk about. And we, me and Bill kind of collaborate to make sure we're not going to, you know, we don't bring the same topics to the tables because then, you know, we cut time, all that fun stuff. But Thursday episodes are different because I don't know what Bill's going to say. Bill doesn't know what I'm going to say. And quite frankly, neither of us know what the next topic's going to be. Um, the, the, I mean, you could just look at the first Thursday episode when we were talking about whatever. I don't even know. Oh, we were talking about Russia and Ukraine, and then all of a sudden now we're talking about is a hot dog a sandwich, and then what our favorite gas station was. So anything can happen on these Thursday episodes, and neither of us, I mean, listen, when you guys hear this, so is the other person for the first time. Like, uh, Bill could say, well, what would you think about Barney's latest episode? And I'd be like, I... I haven't seen it, but I mean, it's a possibility. So normally I start, but I told Bill before we started, like right when I hit the record button, I said, Hey, Bill, you're starting today. So Bill, uh, yeah. have fun. What do you got for us? Oh, well, I mean, the only thing that I could think is topical kind of, but this whole sheets thing, did you hear about it yet? The, the drop in the gas price, the $4 for the weekend, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, so that's, that's a that's so stupid. Here's why. It's they're not actually helping you at all because it's only on the 88 gas, not the 87 gas. So if you put like unleaded 87 in your car, you can't it won't work, right? Like cuz the the 88 has I think 5% more eth, uh, ethanol. Yeah, something which, like that. Which is for cars with like newer exhaust systems and stuff cuz it burns at a cooler temperature. Um I got a 2006 so that's not going to work for me. None of my stuff's converted. But so really, they're not actually doing anything. And on top of that, I don't remember where I seen it. Uh, I wish I could remember. But it, basically what they're in, in a state, so I don't even know what state it was, is saying that if Sheets does this, they, they're considering like filing charges against their, each individual store in the state that does it because they're knowingly and willfully disobeying the state gas tax because they themselves are removing the gas tax. Yeah, but they, and okay. any and anybody that buys the gas could potentially be charged with receiving stolen property. Listen. Let, let me just say this. If there is anyone in the state government that decides to charge every individual or every store or the company as a whole with this, they're, they'd be stupid for two reasons. A, the, 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 our, our court systems just aren't going to handle that in general. No one's going to prosecute that. And B, uh, you're not going to get reelected if you do that. I'm just, I'm just going to say that right up front. Like, if you start charging yeah, everybody. People, if you start charging people with receiving stolen property because it wasn't taxed, no, for fuck, really? Do you yeah, see, it's much bullshit. Do you see? I, I I just pulled an article up because I wanted to I wanted to see what the gas prices were, kind of average in the area. According to AAA, this is what this says, and and this came out. Uh, I don't even know what day. Uh, this came out yesterday evening. According to AAA, in the Pittsburgh area, the average price was four ninety eight a gallon. So they're That's dropping ridiculous. They're dropping it essentially ninety eight, well ninety nine cents actually, because they're going to three ninety nine and it was four ninety eight. So ninety nine cents they're dropping it. 
what's the i mean granted if you add it up across the entire state it's going to be somewhat a significant amount but what's your gas tax in pa what's what's the well, is it eight percent what is it we have the highest gas tax the state gas tax out of all 50 states and it's like 56 cents or 57 cents per gallon jesus um which is completely astronomical nope, there's no, no reason for that no wonder they want to start charging people that's a lot of money they're losing now right that's, so that's... you figure for every for every two gallons that's an extra dollar they just took from you you know what well I... actually a dollar plus you know what i see this is there's some politician somewhere that's that threw this idea out that just sees this paycheck getting thrown out the window by this that's the only thing i can think of every i mean new york and most counties in New York have removed the gas tax. There's bills on the floor for federal gas tax relief. And you have the highest gas tax in all of the states, and you're... Yeah, no no wonder people hate Pennsylvania. And you can't even I, fix your roads that people travel on with this gas. Yeah, that's it's nice, isn't it? You're, I'm telling you, I've, I've mentioned it before on this podcast, but your roads down there are horrendous. They I are, just looked this up. Oh, no, I, I agree with you. I just looked this up just for shits and giggles. It's, uh, we're in what, June right now? So, in June of last year, gas prices in Pennsylvania were $2.13.9 a gallon. $2, that's, they've more than doubled in a year. In one calendar year, they've more than doubled. Yeah. Now, here's another thing that kind of pisses me off a little bit, considering we have the highest gas tax, is the federal government did this stupid gas holiday thing, gas tax holiday, where they, they removed the federal tax on gas. I did see that. Well, that don't help me none. They don't help, it didn't help me not one bit. Like, okay, sheets went from $5.05 a gallon back down to four ninety nine. Oh, boy. Six cents. Whoa. Yeah. Like I told you, one of the past episodes we did, and it's probably in the title, has something to do with oil or gas or something. But what's going to happen is they're going to jack the price up like crazy. They, they've already said that over the 4th of July weekend, um, gas prices are expected to, to in increase. That's why Sheets is lower in the price to kind of piss them off a little bit. But they're going to get gas prices up so high that everybody is going to look at $4 or $5 a gallon as saving money well i will say this and there has been i don't know if you've seen it in your area but i've definitely seen it in new york there's been a specifically on social media a push not to buy gas between essentially all this weekend between the first through the fifth there was a push not to get people to buy gas and protest of high gas prices now granted we all know that that's not going to work one bit because people are going to be out on boats people are going to be traveling they need gas right so it's yeah. not going to work but there has been, at least in here, and again, I don't know if you've seen it or other states have seen it, but there's been a push not to buy gas from Friday to Tuesday in in New York. Again, I, I'm well aware it's not going to work. Personally, I'm, I'm getting half, you know, I'm like half a tank right now, and I got to travel both Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Well, that's not both, but all four of those days, and Monday, actually, too. So I'm going to be everywhere this weekend uh, between work and, and just doing leisure stuff. I'm going to need gas. 
Like, uh, it's just, that's the way it is. I'm not going to buy five-gallon cans worth of gas now to protest then. It's just it's not not reliable for me. But there has been a push, and I've seen that. And it, again, I mean, I, great for pushing for it, but it's it's never going to work. It's, well, this, this, I've seen the same thing, and this happened... I want to say it was like 2008, 2007, kind of the same. No, it might have even been earlier than that. It might have been like 2005, 2006. Uh, it was kind of the same thing. Was gas prices were averaging like a dollar eighty, a dollar fifty a gallon, right? Somewhere in that area, and then they just went through the roof. And it and by through the roof, I meant like three dollars a gallon, three twenty a gallon. Uh, and there was a big push. They wanted to do trucker blackouts where truck drivers wouldn't drive for a weekend and refuse to deliver products because of it. And and everybody was supposed to not buy gas. It was supposed to be a gas blackout for that, you know, for a specific weekend. But even if if you have 100,000 people do it, and then out of, out of 100,000 people per state, we'll just do, or not state, we'll just do... Like 100,000 people per, per county, you know, decide not to buy gas in that county. Uh, and out of that 100,000 people, say 80,000 don't buy it. The 20,000 that actually do buy the gas are making the money back for the gas people anyway. Yeah. And how, how I know this is where I live, and you know where I live, it's literally in the middle of bumfuck Egypt. I have farm fields around me and i have there's more deer and chickens than there are people yeah oh yeah but if if i go 10 miles one direction gas prices four dollars and 87 cents if i go the same 10 miles the other direction it's four dollars and 99 cents and if i go two miles away or well i guess it'd be like four or five miles away gas prices are uh Five oh, or now they're four ninety nine, but they were five oh five for the longest time. So I don't believe that gas prices are regulated. I believe that gas prices are up to the damn gas station, and they're just trying to inflate the gas prices as high as they possibly can. So I will say this: I have the complete opposite experience. I so usually there is a spot, probably ten minutes from me, that's five six cents cheaper a gallon. Um. However, and I'm not the only one that's noticed this. A lot of family members and friends have noticed this as well. But there has been no discrepancy anywhere in gas prices. I can go, like you said, I can go 10 miles one way to the, the place that's normally cheaper. It's 480 something. I can go 10 miles the other completely opposite direction. It's 480 something. It's they're within three, two, three cents of one another, and it's never like that just never and it's been like that for the past week or so which is again very very weird because you know normally it is very fluctuating and places can be upwards of 10 cents cheaper depending on if you look you know if you find the right place and, and know where to go but it's been uh it's actually been pretty consistent um around me for the past again week or so which is weird and different that's that's why I don't really trust this whole sheets thing. Um, not well. Okay, I, I let me rephrase that. This is why I don't believe this whole sheets thing. I trust that they're trying to do it to help people out, but I don't believe that it's a, a real thing because 
I'm I've I went to school for business. I understand how business inflation works. Not not economy, like not the inflation due to the the economic stress. But I'm just talking about business. Like if you if you buy, you know, you start up your own Matt's T-shirt company, and you come to me and say, "Hey, Bill, can you make me fifty T-shirts? What would the price be?" All right, well, I'll quote you at fifty T-shirts and say, you know, all right, it's going to be two hundred fifty bucks for fifty T-shirts. You know, all all ink printed and all that screen shit, whatever it's called. And then I give it to you. Once I give it to you, we talked about this not that long ago, actually, with like state taxes. Um, but once you put it on your market, you're going to mark it up so that each shirt gets you at least 50% profit. Oh yeah. 100%. So if, you, if, if I'm, if I'm selling you one shirt at 20 bucks, you need to sell your shirt 30 bucks. So you're at least getting 50% of your money back. A lot of these stores nowadays are using the economy's downside as their upside and saying, well, the economy's shit right now. So if we can get away with charging people stupid numbers and they'll still think that if we don't buy it now we might not get it yeah uh, so i just it, it it blows me away and i i said to the wife today we left well once we left work but like i told you i had to go to i had to go to sheets actually um we got mto for dinner because i don't get off work till nine o'clock so that's coming home i'm not cooking uh, and i had to get beer because i'm off work tomorrow so i want to do my best to avoid leaving and as we're coming down the, the off-ramp of the highway, I look down and I see that I'm at a quarter tank of gas. And I thought, well, shit, I don't work tomorrow. I could, in theory, go Friday after work, because I work Friday morning, and take advantage of this gas thing, but it doesn't affect me because I, don't, I use 87, not 88. So I put $30 in the tank. That didn't do nothing for me. Like, oh, it took no. me from a quarter tank to a half a tank. Uh, which really pisses me off because when I first started driving, 30 bucks would fill you from empty. Uh, but so I, I'm still going to pay the prices that you have to. And no matter who you are, you could bitch about the gas prices all you want. But if you have a car and you have a job. I was say, unless you want to walk somewhere or ride a bike, uh, you're paying gas prices. Yeah. So you could protest, boycott, and sit on your, your ass and say, I'm not going to pay gas prices this weekend. Or I'm not going to go buy any gas at all. Just don't but ask me for a you... ride. Because, yeah, uh... don't call me. <laughs> I'm going to be charging. Because, yeah, it's ass, gas, or grass. Yeah. And I'm married, so the ass part's out. So it's gas or grass. Although, you're either walking I, I or you're putting, giving me gas money. I will say, though, you've had so much trouble mowing your grass, so you might actually take that offer. Oh, yeah, that's the lawn mowing situation's bullshit for me. So... <laughs> It like it's either it's always raining. It's it's what my day the days off when whenever me or Brandy can can mow it's raining or it rains the night before and the ground's so wet that you can't. And we live on a hill, so don't you dare drive a, a riding mower where you could lose traction and go tumbling down a hill with a mower. That'd be one hell of a video though. You got security cameras on your house? I wanna, I wanna yes. see I wanna yep. see that if that happens. Just saying. Yep, there's a camera pointing down the driveway, and there's a camper, camera pointing up the, uh, so if you were to come up onto the deck, there'd be a camera catch you coming up. <laughs> You're pretty much, only way to get into my place without me knowing, and the dogs would would let me know, would be to try to come through the back, but good luck with that. Well, uh, send me that video if that happens. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I just, 
again, I like you said, I like to believe that uh, they're doing this to help people, but who knows? There's, there's. Oh, I'm sure. I'm listen, sure they are. I will say this though. I will say this because I, I just have to. There's always a reason other than the one they're telling you. So just keep that in mind too. You know. Okay. Well, put th put this on your table too. And this is coming just from somebody like I've I've ran businesses and I've charged prices for things. Put this on on your little things to think about list. If they're willing to reduce the price. The three ninety nine a gallon, and it's currently four ninety nine a gallon. What are they paying a gallon? How much well, are they paying that they're willing to take well, a dollar loss? Well, listen. Here's what I'm saying, though: is if they're willing to do this now, at a busy travel time, right when they know a lot of people are going to need gas, so they're doing it to spike business already, right? That's that's pretty obvious at this point. If nothing else, it's a really good publicity stunt. Well, that, but here's what I'm saying, is the fact that if they're doing this now because they know they're going to get a lot of people to come in that normally don't go to Sheets, that will drive the extra 10 minutes to go to Sheets because of the fact that they have this, um, and the fact that they've gotten all this publicity from it nationwide, even though Sheets is not nationwide as far as I'm aware, then why haven't they done that? Why are they only doing it during their busy weekend and they didn't do it last weekend? Or they're not going to remain and keep doing this past this weekend, even though... It's, it's per volume. They know there's going to be more cars on the road. Exactly. So they could... The, either way, even if, even if there wasn't, you, they're already admitting to you that they're not even paying three ninety nine a gallon because they're still making a profit at three ninety nine a gallon. Um. And at least up where I live, I could go to Sheets at any time of day, and there's always, and there's like 12 gas pumps. There's always ha over half or at least half it, of those gas pumps being used. It's like a mini truck stop for cars. That's that's really what Sheets is. It's just, yeah. They, if you think about it, right, you go in, they got an entire gas station. They got an entire made-to-order I, not really a deli, but it, like restaurant almost in there. You do soup, salad, sandwiches, you name it. They got as many gas pumps as a freaking truck stop. It's just made for cars. I've, I've some have uh, car washes in them. They, it's literally some have drive-throughs. Like they're literally just a mini, uh, mini uh, truck stop for cars. And, and I'm sure also, to go back onto that whole mini truck stop thing is, I'm sure there's people that do this, but I see more people that they go there and they don't just get gas. They go, you know, they'll go inside and they'll prepay because they got cash, but they're also, you know, getting a soda or MTO I, I, I or... Will, I will say, I have never... Now, granted, I live in New York, so... You know, when I go to Pennsylvania, I only pretty much only go to Sheets because it's, again, like the best gas station in the world. Because uh, it is like a mini truck stop. There's so much to do there. Um, but anywho, I have never once gone into a Sheets just to get gas. Yeah, I, like I've never said, gone just like to get gas. Said, nine out of ten times, I'll go in there. Even if I'm not hungry, I will order something for food-wise. Or get a soda or a bag yeah. of chips. or It's just like, well, I know I still got you know, half hour of driving or an hour of driving to do, because you're not going to go to a, basically a truck stop to get gas if you're not going to continue your journey. Yeah. 
I will, so I you say, get what you need and you get out. I will say uh, April, so what, two months ago now? End of April, uh, me and some people I work with uh, that teach drumline, we took a trip out to Ohio. Now, it's about an eight-hour trip for us, and going through the Pennsylvania portion of our trip was right around two hours worth. We stopped at Sheets two times on the way out. One, because we were hungry, had to go to the bathroom type stuff. We had already been on the road for three and a half hours type deal. The second time, because we were hungry and needed gas. And then on the way back, we stopped and also got gas and ate there. So in three days, it was we left Friday, came back Sunday. In those three days... We went to Sheets three times, got gas twice. All four of us got something to eat. We all got drinks. We all got stuff. Just because it's a, it, the atmosphere, it's a great, essentially a great place to go. So going back to another topic that we, well, the same topic that we had a couple weeks ago about Sheets and Wawa's. <laughs> um, so Wawa. Wawa's, is, is they're expanding their operations to compete more with Sheets. That's never going to happen. Which means wherever Sheets, is, wherever Sheets is, they're attempting to put Wawa's within that area to try to directly compete with them. And I only I heard this on the radio, and they, the guy even said there's even a Sheets versus Wawa documentary being made. I didn't even know that was a rivalry. Oh, yeah. That's a huge – so I will say a uh, good buddy of mine, also one that I went out to – uh, Ohio with he's uh he's a, a drummer content creator he streams a lot and he has a lot of fans from the Pennsylvania kind of eastern area where Sheets and Wawa are big I will say I have never heard such a controversy over which gas station is better like honestly, you could you could debate the presidential election of twenty twenty or even twenty sixteen, and it would still not be as big as the debate between Wawa and Sheets and which one is better. I could settle it right now for you. Fuck Wawa's. I agree. Settled. I agree, and that's why me and Bill remain friends to this day. Because I went in there, I like I told you, I used to go to Philadelphia for business every weekend, and I would stop at Wawa's and get food on the way back because i would usually be leaving at like eight nine o'clock and it's i had a two three hour drive home depending on traffic so i would stop and get hot dogs or those hot dog or uh cheeseburger hot dog things yeah. like they're it's a cheeseburger but uh and i've maybe out of 50 times going there i may have said wow that's actually pretty good i will four say or five times i have never been inside a wawa that has made me feel the way walking inside a sheets. You walk inside a sheets, everything's clean. It's all open. You can see what you want. The bathrooms are clean. The people are friendly. The people are nice. There's, you know, tables open all the time. It's, they're clean. They're wiped down. I've walked into a Wawa every single time and said, oh, really? The floors are filthy. The tables aren't cleaned or the bathrooms are destroyed or you're in this dark corner trying to look for a, a soda or a drink or something. and People are just pissed off to be working there. That's the difference. At yeah, least, I went, I went today. I, I went today to get beer. And you know that these stores see thousands of people a day in and out, in and out, in and out. Um, 
and I, I put my the beer up on the counter, got my ID out, got my card out to pay for it. And the guy looked directly at me and said, do you need anything else? And I only know that he recognizes that because the past three times that I've been there, I said, oh, by the way, I also need gas. So unless they train their employees to try to con you into buying something else, um, normally is, is that it? Like, you know, you just pay and go. Which brings me to another little thing that I, happened to me today at work. I will say, though, that you probably got recognized because you buy beer that much, so... Well, that yeah. and I'm six foot six, two hundred and thirty pounds with long red hair. Yeah, that's I'm very hard to hide. <laughs> that's that's accurate too. Yeah, he's he's an ugly fella. Yeah. So this happened to me today at work, and for anybody that don't know, I work in a deli, so it's like a restaurant, um, except for smaller, and we have an ice cream room and we a small dining room. But so I was tickled pink by this today. I do my job, right? I I just do what I got to do and get the fuck out of there. So I was on the phone, and a lady called and ordered, I don't even know what the hell she ordered, but I read the order back to her, and I asked her if it was everything, and blah, 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 you know, what you're supposed to do to make sure the customer gets their order. And I'm walking from the back room into the kitchen, and the waitress comes back and hands me money and said, this is for you, the lady said, because you were so nice on the phone and made sure everything was right, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, damn, that's, that's the first that's happened to me, like... Well, that's... that's the first time I was ever like, because I was stuck. I'm like, what the hell? And then she played a prank on me. She came back, and I made somebody a salad. And the salad is called a dick salad. And it's basically what it is is it's lettuce, tomato, and then this dick's dressing. And the, it's called dick's dressing because the owner of the place is named Dick. Well, Richard. Uh, and it's pretty much all it is is garlic and oil mixed together. That's that's what it is. Um. And you just when we make these salads, it's just lettuce, tomato, and then you dump the dick dressing over it, shake the shit out of it, mix it up, put it on a plate, and serve it. She brought the plate back, handed it to me, and said, "Guy said it was awful." And I looked down. And I said, "It was so awful that he decided to eat the whole thing." Well, I will say this: people, and I kind of noticed this. I haven't been in. We don't have many diners or delis around here. Unfortunately, we do have a couple good ones, but. Like, the wait times are 45 minutes because there's only, like, three of them. And it's kind of ridiculous, to be honest with you. Um, but I have noticed the couple times that I've been into these the last, honestly, since COVID started, people are nicer to non-wait, you know, like, you have your waitresses, right, that pretty much work on tips. They get paid, like, 30 cents an hour. And then yeah, just two, get... our waitresses get paid like two thirty, two fifty an hour. Yeah, they live on tips, so they hope like hell people come through the door. Exactly. While we're in the back, hoping like hell people don't come through the door. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, nine out of ten times, people would never pay attention to the people that cooked the food, that did the dishes, that were running all around, you know, grabbing all these other things, with the exception of the waiter, you know, waiters and waitresses and whatnot. So they would never tip them or anything like that but i have seen not probably like 40 percent of people have started to do that and started to tip you know saying hey this money goes to this person or or you know the cooks in the back because they're amazing right like nine out of ten times in a in a diner or, or deli or some sort right 
you have a nice meal, you're going to say to the waitress or a waiter, wow, that was amazing. You're never going to once see the cook and, and tell them that that was amazing, even though they cooked it. The waitress just see, our setup, our setup's a little different. Um, it's hard for me to explain how, okay, so you come through the, the, the front door and it's just just. I don't even, it's a bar, like there's a bar there where you people can sit and eat, and then there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, maybe like 10 or 12 tables. They're not big tables. Most of the tables have two chairs, one on either side, because uh, they're up against a wall. But so when you're sitting there eating, if you're at the bar or right there at the, the beginning, you could look back and you could see the cook as they're making your food. Now, my job title is like the wife is a cook floater so there's days that she's a cook and that's what she's there to do be a cook and then there's days that she's there to be a floater and the floater job is all the above right like it's dishwasher it's assist the cook so you'll be out there cooking stuff um you say the cook has to go to the bathroom and a ticket gets hung you got to start the ticket you got to you got to start making the food um, if the ice cream room bell rings, you got to go out there. You got to be able to use a cash register. You got to be able to make ice cream cones, flurries, sundaes, uh, milkshakes, whatever the hell they want. And there are a lot of ignorant people that come to delis, like that come to restaurants like that. They'll come in there. Um, and I, I'm just going to tell you one little one that happened just recently. And it really irritated me partially because it was towards my wife, but it was just the simplicity of it is we have a bell at the ice cream window and there's a sign that says ring for service because we don't staff that room all the time. We have other shit to do. If you stand there for you know a minute or two and see nobody's coming, ring the bell, somebody will come out. So, and there's times people will do this throughout the day. They'll just ring the bell because they see a button and they want to ring the fucking bell. Even though you're standing right off the side of the room and they could see you if they turned their head to the left. But this little prick comes to the window rings the bell brandy standing right there opens the window and she says that was that was unnecessary like there was no need for you to ring the bell you seen me standing here there was no need she didn't say all that but that was what the implication was and she gets the person her stuff and then they leave and they come back they ring the bell they get whatever they're doing the window's shut and then i stand right there and i watch the kid stick her finger out and go to hit the bell and i whip the window up Well, listen, I think just the bell in general, okay, regardless of what use it is, whether it's, um, you know, for like the, the front desk at a hotel or in your case, you know, ringing it to have someone come serve you uh, ice cream or whatever it might be. I think it's just annoying. And I, quite frankly, I think it's just, uh, especially, in, you know, if you see someone right there, it's just, it's disgusting in a way. Like you just you hear a bell and you instantly think you're a servant to some old rich dude. Like that's just the way I think, at least. Um, like yeah, I, I could understand like you know if there was a bell and I've seen this in a lot of places, like especially like older stores and whatnot, like family run stores, where they put a bell on the door so when the door opens or closes it rings. See, that's acceptable. That's understandable. But and. You know, in, in certain places where you just, you're, you're ringing the bell and it's like push once for service. And then you ding it like 17 more times and no one comes. 
And then someone dings it 17 more times, and then they hear you and you say, oh, I'll be right there. I didn't hear you the first time. And then, it, you know, 30 seconds later, they're frustrated now because you're still doing what you're doing. So they ring it 17 more times. That's just, that's just annoying. It gets on my nerves. Just Well, so ugh. when this happened, when this happened, and I, I whipped the window open on this girl, and I said, anything I can get for you? The person, she's like, no, but then the person that she was with ordered some. So I got it for her, and um, after I handed it out to the person that actually paid for it, the girl that was the one that was going to ring the bell looked at me, and the wife was wearing a yellow shirt, a yellow work shirt. And this kid couldn't be no more than 15, 16 years old at best. Looked me dead in the eye and said, tell the person wearing the yellow shirt to fuck off. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, if you only knew, you little bastard, what you just said to me. Uh... So, but that's the thing, like, you, there's two things in life that I was told when I was growing up when it comes to food, like, just being nice to people, is the two people in the world you do not want to piss off. One is the person you're having sex with, and two is the person cooking you your food. Yeah. They don't always have to be the same person. But you don't piss off a cook cooking your food because you might get some extracurricular activity done to your meal. I will say that if you're the person that is cooking your food gets pissed off, regardless if, if you piss them off or not, or anyone in your party pisses them off, regardless of that, if the stranger four tables down the road pisses you off that you never have interaction with, that cook is still going to be annoyed still going to be mad and they quite frankly don't care whose food they're spitting in or putting a hair in they just don't care i mean that's that's just that's the way it is and uh again it, it you could piss them off or someone else a half hour 45 minutes ago could have pissed them off they're just pissed off and they're gonna definitely spit in that person's food but they'll probably also take some anger out on you you know that's a yeah, possibility you looked at me backwards, even though you really didn't, but I'm pissed off from the person before, so here's yeah. what you get. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'll say where, where we work at, like where I work at, it's, there's one cook that that's there that is so childish. If, if three tickets get hung, she loses her shit and she runs off crying, literally. Um, but most of what we do there is like, it, it's customer first. And it's partially because every day you can almost set your clock to when somebody's going to come in. It's the same people every day over and, and they usually get the same shit over and over and over again. Huh. But, and you'll get these oddballs that come in that you never seen before, or you, know, you, know, you might get somebody that comes in every day and gets a hot dog and a diet Coke. Uh, that's kind of a weird thing, but there's a guy that owned Regester's car lot comes to our diner all the time and gets uh a coke and a hot dog every day but that person might switch it up and say can i get a cheeseburger with chips you know and you instinctively want to just write down what you know they get and yeah. but that's not what they get so whenever people get stuff whether it's a, a delmonico steak all the way down to a simple thing like a hot dog or uh a turkey or chicken salad sandwich you try to make it like you try not to skimp on stuff too you know we always overstuff 
things way too much. Even like our subs, we overstuff them to the point where the damn things burst when you try to fold them. The bottom of the bun breaks. So we we definitely look for the look at the customer more. And there's times uh, that you know we we have a tip bucket out in the ice cream room, and now normally there's four people working in the back. There's one cook and three floaters. And at the end of the night, whatever's in that tip bucket, we split four ways. The past two nights, we've made, last night we made, each one of us left with $6 in tips. And tonight we each left with $5 in tips. Hmm. So if you just think about the fact that at $5 each, right, that's what, 20 bucks. Yeah. We were tipped in six hours, seven hours. That's pretty good considering everything is through the roof when it comes to prices. Yeah, I mean, that's two gallons of gas right there. Yeah, that, that's I a, mean, that's, that's a lot of money. And that just that just goes by. And there's days where this is where it's shitty. Right. We raised our prices the day after Easter. Our prices went up. And by up, I mean they went up. Uh, and people, you know, bitched and complained and threw a fit, which I don't blame them because I would too. Like, damn, I've been coming here for five years paying this much for a, a cheeseburger, and now it went up two bucks? What the hell? I don't understand. It's the same cheeseburger. But, you know, there, there's people that on, on busy days, we could be get our ass handed to us, have a – a baseball team come after a game or a practice and get a bunch of stuff and we leave with a dollar each or something. Then there's days that we're dead and we're barely busy and we can leave with like five or six bucks. It's really all depends on, I think personally, it's customer service. If you talk to the person and try to be more relatable to the customer and don't just have the, you're the customer, I'm the employee mentality, you can, you can get stuff like, there's a, there's a, a couple that come in there, Jim and Joyce. That's their, that's their names. This Joyce will give me 20 bucks all the time. Here, you deserve this. You work hard, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I never talked to this Jim guy, like, ever. The well, most I ever said to him. That's the way things Well, the most are, I ever said to him was, like, he, he'll come to the ice cream window with his dog, and he'll want a baby cone or a baby dish of vanilla for his dog. And he'll pay for it and then walk away. I never knew he knew my name. I barely even knew his name. And now, all of a sudden, when he sees me, he's like, hey, Bill, how you doing? You know, things like that. And uh, uh, what was it? The other day, I randomly went out and started cleaning the flat top. And he said to the wife, he's like, he called me Chef Boy RD. <laughs> so, like, you know, and that's just because there's times I'll go out and there's a guy that every time he comes in there, the waitress will have to come get me so I can go out there and he'll ask me, How's Penn State going to do this year? He can come in tomorrow and ask me the same question he asked me today. Like, he forgets that what I told him or even that we had a conversation. So I just become relatable, and I'd be like, well, I don't know. I haven't really heard much. I, I haven't heard a goddamn thing. I could care less what Penn State does. I'm a fan. If they win, if they lose, I don't care. I, but I'm not going to follow them to the point where I know what's going on all around the horn with them. You just you, – you like that in sports teams. You don't care if they win or lose. You just somehow like them. Yeah, I'm a Dolphins fan. Yeah, what exactly. can I say? Can I also say I haven't heard the name Chef Boyardee in years, and it's great to hear. That guy is a legend. I love him. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's the way things are usually in relationships, though, is the woman does all the talking, the man shuts up and doesn't want to be known or know anyone. Because that just is extra work he has to do. I mean, yeah, it's, so it's, I like, it's pretty simple. I go to work. Here's here's my mentality when I leave, and and I'm just I try to be funny all the time. That's just how I always am. Even if I'm pissed off, I always try to be funny just because I don't want to. I don't want to put that out there for everybody else to know that I'm pissed off. So like I'll go to work and joke around with people and try to make it, you know I try to make the time I'm there not feel like I'm at work. Like I'm just there to have fun and make money essentially. Well, I mean so. But a lot of people, it's rubbed off on people. Like, there's people that are there that, when I started working there, were just a turtle, right? Like, they were just in a shell, and they went like a robot, did their job, went home. Now, these people were opening up and, you know, joking around at work and having fun. But then there's those few assholes that I could do without. But I will say this. My general rule of thumb is... If I work with you, we are not friends. Because <laughs> I see you enough at work, I don't want to be friends with you after. See, that's <laughs> the difference. Is like, like me and the wife go to work, um, you know, and, and we, we ended up building a relationship with people that we work with to the point where we go hang out with them after work. It's not, it, it's like, I just think that it's more conducive to a positive atmosphere if you get along with people in and out of work, right? It, not not that you can't, you could be pissed off at somebody about something to happen at work and then leave work and then you'd be like, hey, because right away, I don't know about you, but me, I could be having a miserable goddamn day. But the very second I know that I'm getting in my car to leave, I am the happiest son of a bitch on the planet because oh, yeah, I'm done with that bullshit. It's a great feeling until you go home and like stub your toe and then you're just pissed off at the world for the rest of the day. But yeah. Or when you lay down and go to bed and realize you got to get back up and do all that shit again. <laughs> Tell me about it. You know what else pisses me off? What? The fact that I'm left-handed. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, here's this is why this pisses me off, okay. because all you right-handed pricks have everything designed for you. <laughs> I have to adapt and overcome to your damn thing. I will say this, though, and I don't know why. I don't know. Have you played golf, like, enough to understand kind of the ins and outs and the games of it? I don't. I don't know if you're a, a golf person or not. I just know you. I I can hit the ball far as hell, not accurate. No, not even close. Okay, so I'm right-handed. When you wear a glove on your hand, nine out of ten, no, nine point nine out of ten times, you, when you're right-handed, you wear it on your left hand, because it's the hand that's really gripping the club, right? The other one's just it, it's on top, just kind of sitting there, right? No, 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 no. Me, I have to wear a quote-unquote left-hander's glove, even though it's on my right hand. It's made for left-handed people. I wear a left-handed glove, even though I'm right-handed, and somehow it works good. Like, I, I, I was, one day I was just struggling, and I'm like, I don't, I don't understand what's going on here with these drives. And... You know, I had ripped a hole in my glove, and I'm like, well, I don't, I don't have a glove. And I'm like, well, he's got one that's, even though it's a left-handed one, I'll, I'll wear it. A buddy of mine I was playing with, and I'll try it out and whatever, just kind of shooting the shit, you know, whatever. I hit it, and that thing went flying. 
So I wore it the rest of the match. It was the best match I played. So I went out, bought a left-handed glove. I've been wearing it ever since. It's amazing. But that's yeah, the, like left-handed. That's, that's the one thing left-handed people have given me in this world is the ability to have a good golf glove. Well, now statistically speaking, they say left-handed people are there's more geniuses that were left-handed than uh, geniuses that were right-handed. I'll believe that. Now, when I'm, I not, see it. I'm not saying that's true or false, but as a left-handed person the world is like not only left-handed but colorblind right so i'm like at a complete disadvantage from everybody else and you're tall so yeah you got three, yeah. you got three things fucking you so but with the whole left-handed thing like you don't i don't realize there's a, an issue because if i throw a baseball or a football it's coming out of my right hand so i'm kind of ambidextrous but not really because there's things that i can't do with my right hand that i can do with my left hand um but yeah i never really understand the problem to it until it's like oh i'm gonna cut this piece of paper and i grab a pair of scissors and i realize these some bitches <laughs> are made for people with right hand oh, that's so amazing. i have to try to adapt my fingers into this to get it to work and i've come up with over the years you know almost 39 years of being able to figure out how to use a pair of scissors but there's so many different things that are designed specifically for right-handed people that there's no other option for a left-handed person but to figure it the hell out oh yeah Yep, it pays to be uh, right-handed. You should learn sometime. No, it's not well, that. I, I kind of am. I like. I, I'm basically ambidextrous. I can do with both hands. Like, if I'm in a fight, the punches are coming from the right. If I need to write something down, it's with my left hand. If I'm, you know, grabbing something, my left hand's my strongest hand, which is backwards because you'd think my punching hand would be my strongest hand, but it's not. It's it's so. What you're saying is you're, you're just a messed up person. Yeah, I'm all fucked up. I, I could probably go into a, a scientist would probably look at me and say, what happened to you at birth? And I'd be I, like, I don't fucking know, but here uh, I am. A, it's working. A tall, red-headed left-hander. Yeah, tall, left-handed, tall, red-headed, left-handed, colorblind person. Yeah. Talk about a science experiment gone wrong. Yeah, that's either, <laughs> that's either a really big problem or the start of a really funny joke. Yeah, it's like a tall, red-headed, left-hand, colorblind person walks into a bar. They order a Speaking Budweiser. of a joke. Oh, boy. Speaking of a joke. Is this gonna get I, us, I heard this. Is this going to get us banned? Just no. Gonna, this, I'm just going to ask that. To, to no, this, I found this to be funny. So the, I, I seen this, and, it, and the joke was that um, an 80-year-old man goes to a car dealership and buys a, a Porsche, pulls out of the car lot, Starts driving down the road at 80 miles, 90 miles an hour. He flies past a cop, says, son of a bitch. Cop flips on his lights, goes after him. And the old man looks in the rearview mirror, sees the cop, goes from 90 to 100. Sees the cops keeping up with him, goes up to 120. Cops keeping up with him, 130. And then the old man's like, damn it, what am I doing? This is crazy. So he pulls over. Cop gets behind him, gets out of his car, walks up to the side, up to the driver's side and says... Do you know why I pulled you over? And the guy says, yeah, I speed, not, I didn't mean to. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't thinking. I just got this new car. I was having fun. Cop looks at his watch, says, hey, look, I get off work in like 15 minutes. If you could tell me a reason for speeding that I have never heard, I'll let you go. I think I know where this one's going. Continue. And the guy says, the guy says, well, about 40 years ago, my wife ran off with a state cop. Yep. <laughs> I just figured you were bringing her back. 
I've heard the exact same one told a different way. The guy's on his way to the grocery store and runs a red light. Cop gets behind him. Lights on, sirens on. Guy starts speeding up. Cop thinks, oh, I'm in a pursuit. Keeps going, keeps going. Reach 90, 100 miles an hour. Finally, the guy pulls over. Cop comes up to him and goes, why the hell were you speeding? And it's the exact same answer. My wife ran off with a trooper about 40 years ago. I thought you were bringing her back. Sir, you are free yep. to go. Yep. Here's, yeah, that's here's, of... here's a good one. This one here is a really good one. This is probably one you haven't heard before. This might have to be how we end these things from now on. All right, so there's a guy driving across the Golden State Bridge in a Pinto. I don't know if you know what a Pinto is. If you don't know what a Pinto is. I know what a Pinto it, is. Okay, so he's driving across the Golden State Bridge, and, and he is speeding. And, and just for clarification, we're not talking about the bean, okay? I'm just... Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a car. Um, and the cop, uh, he passes a cop, and the cop said, whoa, never seen a Pinto go that fast. So he got out, pulls up behind him, pulls him over, gets out of his car, walks up, says... Before he does, he looks down, and he sees that, like, the back seat and the the passenger side floor is just covered in, in garbage, like uh, coffee cups and potato chip wrappers and all kinds of just like food trash. And the cop says, sir, what, you know why I pulled you over? And the guy's like, nope. The cop says, cause you were speeding. And he goes, I'm sorry, I'm late for an appointment. I have to get to, you know, I, I work on the road. I'm always going and going and going. The cop says, well, if you don't mind me asking, like, what do you, I see your car's a disaster. What do you do for a living that means you have to speed? And the guy looks at the cop with a dead face and says, I'm a rectum stretcher. Cop with a dumbfounded look on his face looks down at him and goes, a rectum stretcher? He goes, what the hell's that? And he goes, well, you know, I get to the client and I stick one finger in, two fingers in, and I just keep going and going and going. And he goes, I just keep stretching and stretching. And the cop looks at the guy and goes, are you serious? He goes, how, how far do you stretch it? Um, or no, he goes, how far do you stretch an asshole? And the guy in the car looks down, looks back up at the cop, looks down at his feet, looks back. He goes, about six foot. Cop says, you don't mind me asking, what do you do with a six foot asshole? And the guy looks at him and says, you give him a radar gun and stick him at the end of a bridge. <laughs> oh, yep, that's how we're ending this. Yeah. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to end every episode. Not not necessarily the, the Monday episodes, but every Thursday episode at least needs to end with a joke. That's that's a new yeah, one. We'll just we're do the joke of a week or we're, we're gonna start with the weather and with a joke. In between it's just yeah. random chaos, but I think that's a great place to wrap it up though for today. What do you think? That's pretty good. Oh, I'm down with it. Alright, well let's uh I know it's your favorite part, and we yeah. di we didn't do it Monday because of the uh, the whole touchy situation. Yeah, the entire episode was a little touchy. But Bill, my man, yes, sir. Are you prepared? You got you ready? You got something to drink that you can take before? You know. Hold on here. Wait a minute. I'm ready. Okay, Bill, why don't you tell him about? our lovely discord that we have all righty i'm not a not really great at long st strings of numbers and letters somehow to put the, the link in the description of the video wherever you're listening to it or audio um join our discord we get in there from time to time shooting shit with people 
Uh, we also post what we're going to be talking about. We also post releases of the videos that we do release or the audio that we release on this uh, platform. Um, we have a sponsor program there from basically no money at all, which meaning very little, to substantial amount. If you want to get on there and, and promote yourself, we, you could be on here with us. Uh, get on there and tell us what you think we should be covering if we're not covering topics that you like. Even if you join just to lace us up and tell us that we're shit and not doing what we should be doing, tell us what we should be doing and maybe we'll change it. Hop in there and do that. Uh, other than that, that's that's really the only place to connect with us besides email and Matt's going to tell you how to get a hold of us there. Yes, yeah, so we do have an email. I check it personally. Uh Literally, I get notifications if someone e emails us. So um, I check it daily. I get the notifications. So if you uh, don't have Discord, you don't know how to reach out to someone or one of us, email us two dudes with a view at gmail.com. Uh, it's a great place. Again, we check it daily. And, uh, you know, it's a great place to, you know, reach out one on one in private with us if you don't want to, you know, message us on Discord, of, of course. Uh, but it's a great way to one-on-one to -on -one get a hold of us and either talk about ideas, talk about sponsorships, whatever it might be. Feel free to email us. It's just another place. And then also, uh, if you're watching the YouTube version of this, um, it'll come out the same day that uh, the audios come out. We're caught up on our uh, YouTube releases, so it'll come out the exact same day. So uh, leave a comment there. Uh, or leave a like, subscribe. We always appreciate that. Share this with your friends, family. Uh, it's a great, uh, great asset and a great conversation to be had. Especially some of the episodes like Mondays, right? They're tough, tough conversations, but they have to be had. You know, it's just the way it is. But with that being said, uh, hold on. Before you get into closing, I just want to say Thunder Buddy applications are closed. Oh yes, yeah, they are. Bill's Bill's Thunder Buddy applications are uh, are closed, and if you you miss that and, and don't know what we're talking about, you've clearly haven't been watching or listening to episodes. So, um, Jesus. Uh, okay. With that being said, thank you all for tuning into uh, episode twelve and a half, and we'll talk at you Monday for uh, another great episode. I already got some some topics planned out, so. That being said, thank you all for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you Monday. Have a great one, guys, and uh, enjoy the long... Actually, uh, yeah, enjoy the long weekend. Just enjoy it. Yeah, just enjoy it. Have a good one. Later!